The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Ryan Gilbert, and with me tonight is Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, bud? Doing all right, I guess. Just got home from work. Um, planning to watch the Avs-Kings game. Should be a good one. And after we've done here, um, yeah, I'm just uh, looking at the scores. Kind of a ho-hum night uh, once again for me. Uh, how's your betting going? Uh, it, it, I mean, a lot of these games are close. Devils are, are tied in the third. Uh, I was sweating out the Penguins Islanders under, but hopefully that can stay there now. 3-1 in the third. Uh, Stars are my lock. I was not confident about, but they, they, they're taking to the Sabres here. Got a few live seven, bets. 7-3. Oh, 7-3 now? I, I, yep. I, I, I got a few live bets in here. I'm, I'm sweating out. So shouldn't be a horrible night, but we'll we'll, we'll see how, how it ends up here. Uh yeah, big big slate tonight. We had 11 games, but uh, on Friday here we have a, a two-game slate we're talking about. So we have a, a few other things planned to try to stretch this out into a uh, respectable podcast length. But uh, before we get into that, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on whichever podcast platform you prefer. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn/hockey. If on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn/hockeys. And make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. Five-star review on Spotify. Five-star rating on Spotify. And you can always follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN if you have any questions, comments, or, you know, just want to get the podcast and uh, interact with us. You can do that there. And you can, Speaking of interacting with us, make sure you check out the Discord. Completely free. You're practically losing money if you're not in there. SG.pn slash Discord. In the hockey channel, if you have uh, trouble finding it, you can reach out to me on Twitter, reach out to the main Twitter account, where I'll uh, point you in the right direction. Plenty of good people in there, good conversation, good bets. So you're missing out if you're a, if you're a Discord person or a person looking for somewhere other than Twitter to discuss sports. So we're, we're not going anywhere. We're, we're not selling to Elon Musk. So uh, we'll be good there in the Discord. Yeah, except uh, it's not all good, full of good people. This one guy was telling me that... Uh, Telling us that he's gonna leave bad reviews next time he hears mm. me start. Next time he hears me, uh, yeah, start the podcast with yeah, the song. It's, but, uh, it's mostly good people in there. I don't know. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a. It was a. It was a fine rendition. Thank you. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know you like to sing sometimes too, but yeah. uh, you didn't get any complaints. So fuck that guy. We we break break out in song every now and then. Everyone loves when Talon does it, but I think it's hit or miss when we do it. Which understandable, understandable. We we can't be T boned. <laughs> Yeah, I got no rhythm. <laughs> right, uh, before going to the games, you said you have a, a little Professor Joel segment lined up for a, uh, and, and you told me it was, seems seems pretty topical now that we're past the trade deadline. 
Yeah, I was just thinking about it today. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, the, these big favorites and whatever and uh, the inflated lines between teams that, like, are, need the win, they're desperate to make the playoffs or whatever, and then uh, other teams that are out of the mix entirely or just uh, cruising to the finish line of the season without much to play for. And uh, it's just important to note that, this stuff is uh, baked into the line. Like you have to pay a price to back the team that needs the win. That that's, that's not unnoticed by the books. The books know who needs what. And, um, you know, I should say the market, the market drives the books, but, uh, yeah, that, that's just something important to keep in mind as we come down the stretch run here, things are, uh, it's been a wild couple of weeks for me in terms of results, not in a good way, not girls gone wild, more like just uh, <laughs> fucking Minnesota wild. Um, so, yeah, it's just important to remember that as, uh, yeah, there's just all, all different kinds of motivation going on, like players, um, contract stuff, bonuses, uh, guys trying to get into the league, rookies, veterans, whatever, um, and trying to stay up. Uh, these can, these guys can make uh, a bad team play harder than uh, they, they have before. And meanwhile, the good teams just uh, take more nights off, rough players, Maybe not scratch them, but uh, play them less or they just, uh, you know, they don't give 100% effort. So, yeah, that's just something important to keep in mind. Like in football, basketball, you'll see an extra couple points added to the the team that really needs it. But uh, in, in hockey, it'll 10, 20, 30 cents to the money line. Um, so, yeah, it's just important to keep in mind. Of course, it's it, you need to know this stuff. It's not like... Um, you know, it's not like that that doesn't matter, but like you should know this stuff. Like uh, who needs what if a team needs to make the playoffs, whatever. Like uh, today, the, the the Sabres, I thought they had put in more of a game effort. Obviously, they didn't get crushed 7-3 um, because they need the, you know, they, they need these points desperate at this point. And uh, later on, we got the Senators against the Kraken, same kind of deal. But, uh, yeah, as this game proves, uh, you know, it doesn't just because you – you need the game more than the other team doesn't mean that you're going to put in a better effort all the time or, or the puck's going to go the wrong way or whatever it is. Hockey, after all, it's 50-50 between skill and luck. So, yeah, that's just uh, my, my little lesson here for the day. Very uh, topical, um, given what's at stake for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. It's something that I know I have personally said on the podcast over the past week. I'm sure we all have at times where it's just a crutch you use. Like, okay, this team this team is a better team and fighting for playoff position. Other teams just plant the season. But as you said, you have the individual players. They're always going to play hard. The coaches are going to make sure they get the most out of them. And then we always talk about these uh, look-ahead games for, for teams that are in the playoff race already or, or these trap lines that we'll get into later. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, – I mean, any given Sunday is, is the saying in football, but it's with hockey. You said it. It's 50-50. You know, if if a, a if a it's a game of inches. If, if puck hits hits the post or if it bounces off and a shin pad and goes in, it's a a team can dominate and still lose, and a team can need to win need to win so bad and, and still lose. Like that, that's that's something that we should not be relying on to just use narrative plays. If if there's something to back it up, if there's if there's stats trends and you and you see something, of course, but. That shouldn't be our only um, analysis on it. 8-3. Oh, 8-3 up there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's – I guess the uh, the Eastern Conference playoff picture is, is kind of shaping up here with – I mean, Detroit's out of it. Caps are out of it. Sabres falling out of it. Sens and Panthers appear to be fairly out of it, which, which is disappointing because you want to see some sort of 
race down the stretch there. But looks like it's just going to be the aisles and, and pens as as most people predicted. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought the Panthers would make more of a more of a, a charge. They still got a chance, I think. But they just uh, they don't have the games in hand that the other teams do. But um, yeah, they're they're playing good at times, but then other times they just uh, seem to take nights off for some reason and uh, just put up a shitty performance, which is hurting them at this point. And good for the Habs, though. They're going to get their first-round pick, and it's not even going to be uh, one of the top 16. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good for them there. All right, before we get into the game, make sure we... My goodness. <laughs> just keep... Take it easy, Dallas. Save some goals. That, that, there was a stretch where they didn't score nine goals probably in a, like a nine-game span when they were when they were losing, so... <laughs> they're letting it out now in Buffalo. Uh, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. Uh, March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to, to win, getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you're the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Uh, offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state play through winbet's available. If you're listening to those again, problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, gentlemen, are we ready to get into this Friday two-game slate on Friday, March 10th? You sure are, Talon. <laughs> All right, kick yeah, it that's off. How he, that's how he spells uh, gentleman, listener. <laughs> it's gentleman. Well, uh, I wasn't sure if you caught on that or if he knows that because hopefully he doesn't <laughs> listen. So, and he, can, he just keeps I going. doubt he does. <laughs> well, Sabres got one back, 9-4 now. Yeah, right, kick it off here. Ticking off uh, Chicago Blackhawks at the Florida Panthers at seven o'clock. Game itself was in Florida. Uh, Panthers, I mean, two two huge huge favorites here. Panthers are minus four ten on the money line. Their puck line is minus one sixty five. Blackhawks are plus three thirty on the money line. Their puck line is plus one and a half plus one forty. Total is six and a half over paying off minus one twenty. Under plus one hundred. Um, I think I know what I'm doing for these these two games here. I can't trust the. I don't want to lay the juice. I don't want to lay the puck line. I think I'm going to take both underdogs at plus one and a half on the puck line, because then if I can live bet them, hedge that out, get the uh, if they if they score first or if it's a close game, you know that's that's always good. And also the uh, the Panthers have played close games recently. They just beat Vegas two uh, one. Uh, the Ducks took them to overtime a few weeks ago. Um, they're not great uh, when. Going against the the one and a half spread, they are 18 and 32. Meanwhile, I mean Blackhawks are 28 and 32 plus one and a half. So getting that at plus odds, I, I think, is what I'm going to do here. But this is like in games like this, we always talk about like, okay, where do you find the money? You, you Panthers, you think Panthers are going to win? You don't want to lay minus minus 410. You don't necessarily want to take the puck line because it's been close. Like maybe you do take that minus 165. Do you look at the regulation play? Regulation is minus minus 265. So I, I wouldn't look there. But I mean, what I like to do is I I like to, I would parlay like Panthers money line with uh, over five and a half. Right now, that gets you down to minus one twenty. So if you think there's going to be at least six goals, I mean, a total of six and a half, and the Panthers are going to win, I think that's a good way to get it down. If you want to bet the Panthers or something like Panthers to win, um, Panthers plus 
plus 0.5 goals in the first period. So they have to tie or win the first period and then over four and a half to get it. That would get it down to um, loading. Come on. Um, you got my uh, computer over there. <laughs> I, I might. I don't know if they're both working off off the same same mother. Um, minus 155 for so for Panthers over four and a half. And Panthers to tie or win the first period is minus 155. So that's something I would look at if I want to at the Panthers, and I, and I may end up doing that. But I, I I have this in my head where I just want to take both underdogs and the plus one and a half. So we'll, we'll see what I end up doing here. Uh, the total is a possible play. Uh, maybe you look to look to the over, even though Florida hasn't been scoring a lot recently. So probably just a, a complete pass game for normal bets. Uh, I'm, I actually quite like the, the Blackhawks here plus three thirty. That's a very nice price for a team that's been competitive for the past, uh, really since before the trade deadline. Uh, even when, when, uh, Kane left they're they're still in these games. They almost beat the, uh, the Red Wings as a uh, massive dogs. Like they were, they were plus, uh, five or something like that against the, the Red Wings. I mean, the Red Wings shouldn't be, uh, laying minus two fifty or whatever it was to anybody. And uh, the Blackhawks uh, almost came away with it, but uh, yeah, late late couple of goals from the Red Wings got them the dub. But uh, for this one, I mean, the Panthers, uh, I know they, they, I know that they're an awesome team in terms of their offense, but their their defense is, is uh, leaves a lot to be desired. And Bobrovsky's been playing a little better of late, but uh, I still don't trust them to um, to uh, be uh, this this big of a favorite here. Like this was the game I was thinking about when I. Uh, Thought I touched on though that that lesson uh, earlier about the uh, teams that need to win like uh, mm-hmm. this this game Panthers need to win it like blood uh, they, they, in order to stay alive for the playoffs um, especially since the Islanders just tied it so they're both going to get a yeah. point most likely um, but yeah my line is minus three thirty two so Blackhawks plus three thirty think that's good enough for me just. Um, I, I just uh, can't trust the Panthers right now, and the Blackhawks are playing good hockey. Yeah, I, I kind of like the over six and a half here too, minus one twenty. Blackhawks offense is doing all right considering the lack of uh, pieces they have, lack of genuine NHL players. But uh, they're they're doing they're making shit out of uh, what's the, how's the saying go? Making salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> something something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the point is that they're they're doing more with less, okay? And uh, plus three thirty, I think that's uh, that's a good bet. Their uh, Panthers are just uh, they're they're too hit or miss for me to to pass this one up entirely. Mm-hmm. I right, go down to the other game uh, at nine o'clock. We got the Anaheim Ducks at the Calgary Flames. Uh, game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Flames are minus three fifty. Flames on the puck line are minus one forty. Ducks are plus two ninety. Ducks on the puck line are plus 120 over under at six over paying off minus 120 under plus 100 uh you, you got a strong play for this one yeah actually uh this one i will take the favorite i think that they should be the the bigger favorite not the panthers um mainly because i think the ducks are worse than the blackhawks at this point at least in like the last couple of weeks because uh yeah the, the blackhawks are, are are playing better than the ducks in my opinion the ducks are getting bailed out by better goalting i guess but Morazic's been okay. He's been uh, pretty good for the Blackhawks. Same with that other guy. Was it the Jackson Stauber? Stalock um, was there right. too. He got a shutout. Oh, Stalock, he's back. Okay, he's healthy again. That, that's that's why uh, I haven't seen Stauber in a bit. But uh, yeah, uh, 
Ducks, meanwhile, are uh, they? They had a competitive game against the Canucks, but they they laid another egg against the Kraken. Um, game should have been uh, further apart than the score suggested. The Kraken was a much better team there, and yeah, the Flames are um, a team that's coming back home after two big wins. Had a couple days off, um, beat the the Stars in the Wild there to stay alive for their own playoff chances so yeah i know i just said that uh be wary of teams that need the win but uh, if you're giving me a better price here than the panthers and uh, i think the flames are better than the panthers at this point in time and plus markstrom's been playing unreal last uh, wow. couple games uh, he he did the the back-to-back on his own and then he was brilliant against the the wild there he won the game for them uh, which you can't say that a lot about him uh, this season, but uh, that looked like vintage Markstrom, so that could be a good sign for the Flames going forward. So yeah, give me the Flames here. Uh, you can do the uh, let's see what the regulation is on this book here. Minus two twenty-five is a little steep, I guess, but it's it's tough to back the Flames puck line given how close how many close games they play. So it's. Uh, um, yeah, minus 140 for the puck line. I guess that's what you got to do to back this team unless you want to do the whole juice thing. But I don't really recommend that with the minus 350 uh, uh, with how – I mean, I'm just like st- – I'm stung, so I, I'm being more uh, cautious. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to lay minus 350 the way that stuff's gone. Last little while with some wacky results, uh, you never know. The Ducks could, could show up and uh, – get lucky or whatever and uh, yeah that's hockey so i want to do the minus 350 so yeah just do the puck line minus 140 i think that's that's the way to go uh for this one at these current prices yeah that this is the this is the game where i'm I'm more wary about about taking taking the ducks just because like you said the flames are playing better than the panthers and the the blackhawks have been much playing much better than the ducks still playing some pretty close games took vancouver to overtime uh Seattle was 5-2, lost in overtime to, to Washington, won a few games before that. But the Flames may possibly be, be finding that break that they've been looking for, won, won back-to-back games. Um, so, yeah, if, if I was finding the money here, I'd possibly look at something like uh, Flames team total over 3.5, Ducks under 3.5 uh, is at minus 115. If you trust the Flames to score four goals, which looking at it more now, I guess they might be able to. They're They're – Low scoring recently, but that was against the Wild twice, the, the Leafs. Scored three against uh, Boston in a loss. And, and they have they have the offensive weapons to be able to put up goals, especially against a team like the Ducks. So, yeah, I would I would lean to the Flames here trying to find the money. Um, I guess puck line's not bad there at minus 140. So that's probably where I would look. But I, I may just stick with that the, the plus one and a half on, on, on both dogs. The Ducks are so bad in terms of uh, uh, shots allowed, and the Flames are, that's one of their strengths. They just get so many pucks on net. So whoever plays goal here for the Ducks, I presume Gibson, he'll get uh, shelled like a German bunker in uh, France or something because, yeah, it should be. I don't know if there's, maybe it'll play like a shot prop here or just take the Flames over. I'm sure it'll be like fucking uh, 39 and a half, 40 and a half, maybe more. But uh, actually, Probably not more because that's an insanely high already, but uh, that, that that's maybe what it should be. So yeah, I'm going to have a look at that. The flame shot prop um, over over their shots against the the Ducks who are, uh, yeah, 
probably the worst defensive team in the league the last yeah, no, few years, really. That, that's a good look for, for both of these games. Uh, the Flames have the second most shots per game at 35.4. Ducks allow 39.2, which is the most in the league. Um, Florida has the most shots in the league, another game, 36.8, while the Blackhawks allow 33.9 per game, which is the fourth most. So good, good chance there. Yeah, t- team shots on goal props, player shots on goal props, and the Flames... Uh, they have a few guys. Backlund's usually pretty low. Kadri. Uh, is Kadri playing? Yeah, Kadri's playing. So yeah. He yeah. gets shots. Um, someone else for them. And then and the Panthers, I mean, Ekblad. Ekblad's back for them. Uh, both Sam Reinhardt, Sam Bennett usually get some shots on goal. Uh, Kachuk usually good for a few shots or maybe a point, point or two. So yeah, and these type of games is when you want to, when I would look for those props, just because there's not many straight bets you can make. All right, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is your home. is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, so we had a uh, a few questions in the Discord. We asked about uh, look at that Isles won in overtime. Dallas up to ten goals. It's wild. Um, madness. Madness. So we, so so trap lines. Uh, I, I touched on them recently earlier. Um, that was one of the questions we had that you had uh, addressed previously back in November, I think. But explain to everyone why trap lines aren't a thing. Sure. Yeah, I, I've been over this a few times actually over the past uh, year or so. Um, so a lot of people, casual gamblers, new gamblers, whatever, they they tend to think that the uh, the book is out to get them. So if they don't understand why a team isn't favored by more, they think it's a trap line. Oh, Vegas wants you to take this side. That's why they're giving you this price so that you uh, you bet them and then. Uh, then uh, when they lose, be like, oh, I was a trap. Vegas knew all along, right? That that's uh, a very common myth in the uh, the betting space. Uh, but in truth, it's it's all about knowing what the line is. So if, if you don't know why the line is that short, it's not because it's a trap. It's just because you don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's okay to be ignorant of why uh, a line is what it is. Like you don't have to make grand conspiracy theories about it. Um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a silly thing. You, it, it's just like the more you learn about a, a sport, learning more, more you learn about handicapping, the more line aware you will be become. So uh, like uh, if you you know where teams are rated in the market, then it'll make sense why why this team's favored by this. Or if it doesn't make sense, then you bet it. Like it's simple as that. Don't don't be afraid of betting a a line that you think is off. And uh, if you're good at it, then then you'll you'll learn for yourself uh, which which lines are uh, are um uh, worth taking or, or what have you but uh yeah it's definitely not a trap it's a it's a very dumb term um the only yeah the only sense in which it's correct is that uh is that if it's uh let's say fuck i don't know where i'm going with that i <laughs> lost my train of thought there um yeah, it's, like, so, it's uh, like the like the line opens as something and you're able to get it and then it moves. Like, yeah, you, you spotted the line, but it's not even necessarily a trap line. It's just like you 
not have enough knowledge you, you thought the line was going to move so you got it before it did like that's not a trap line that's just a bad line yeah exactly yeah it's uh i i'm blanking on what i was trying to say there but uh I mean, never mind it's not that important um <laughs> point is that uh trap lines don't really exist at least not in the common sense of it the sense of the term and uh, yeah just to work on uh learning what teams are how teams are rated and if uh you disagree with how the market rates them, then that's what you bet. That's what you call an edge. And uh, if if the results bear fruit, if you win these bets, then you will learn that you do have an edge and that you can uh, just just don't be afraid of the trap line. Don't be afraid of betting a line that you think is off is the point. Yeah, and also, like I mentioned, with with getting a line early, like Joel and I and a few other guys in Discord post our, we, we say when, when lines come out the day before is when we, first look at them if we can and try to place bets then because that's when you probably do get the best best value before those lines move and like an alternate way of viewing the trap line is that i think most people call it a trap line afterwards when it loses and like afterwards when it wins you don't remember remember those as much so if you like tracked all of your quote quote unquote trap line i knew that line was off that's what they'll say when when uh, yeah you're you're probably profitable but like you you remember the losses much more than you remember the the wins uh, also had a question about unit size, especially now, like you were saying, trying to tread lightly after the trade deadline with all this wonky hockey being playing. So, like, have you bought bet on any of the games tomorrow? And, like, how would you affect your unit size for, you know, the Flames being such a huge, huge favorite? Well, I got the Flames at minus 200 in regulation. I just I just did that. Um, yeah, that, that was the only bet for tomorrow so far. I think. Uh, um I actually don't have money in one of my accounts that uh, has the best Blackhawks line, so I might have to do a deposit later tonight. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe hopefully that that line goes up. I mean, the Blackhawks have been bet against in the past couple of weeks, so yeah, hopefully getting a better Blackhawks number later on. Um, but yeah, the, as for the, the 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 question here, it's a uh, it's a matter of um, risk tolerance, right? Uh, uh are you willing to to pay like the two units for that minus 200 or are you just gonna uh do one unit and then win half a unit for it uh it just depends on um how hard you want to go that's that's how i do it the i just if it costs more than i pay more i I keep it simple like that but some people like to uh just play the same uh unit size for whatever it's a plus 100 they'll do one unit um minus 160 they'll do one unit that's fine uh it's not the ideal way to do it but uh, uh it's, it's if it works for you in terms of your risk tolerance then uh who am i to say otherwise um but yeah as for the question here the it's it's tough these days like i was saying with the weighing the big prices with the big favorites uh but it's it's at some point you gotta you know they're still winning games big favorites are still winning the hurricanes won today they didn't cover the puck line unfortunately for some but luckily i had the uh regulation there against the flyers minus 195 i think um so yeah it's it's still a valuable proposition you just got to be more careful uh especially uh, these days when it comes to the uh the huge favorites but once again I'm, I'm a bit bitter over the past uh a couple of weeks in terms of these uh, big favorites costing me. So maybe it's not the best. I'm not in the best frame of mind to answer the question. But uh, yeah, in general, I think that this is a, a tough time of year to be paying huge prices. And I'm trying to reduce uh, the amount of times I'm doing that. But 
yeah, it's it's a it's a personal thing somewhat because of the uh, risk tolerance, how much you want to, how much you could afford to lose on a given night, versus uh, how much you uh, want to risk to win, and then so forth. Uh, so yeah, that that's that's the best I can do for now. I mean, in terms of regulation, uh, let me see here. We can do the math of the so the regulation price for that Panthers game or Flames game was minus two twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a sixty nine percent chance blind nice. odds <laughs> indeed. And then the minus three fifty is seventy seven point eight. So it's only a, uh, like a nine percent deep difference in terms of regulation to the overtime. So if you wanted to go math out, nerd out, you can uh, look into uh, how how many uh, games a team has won in overtime as compared to regulation, mm-hmm. and then you can figure out if the percentage makes sense. I don't have time for all that shit, but uh, if you do, that that's a good good idea. Um, but yeah, that that I just uh, I keep it simple too. Like it's it's tough with teams like the the uh, Kings, for example. They they play a lot of. Uh, Overtime game stars to Bruins last year, so it's a little tricky with those teams. Uh, maybe you, you you want to just do the the juicy money line or what have you, but uh, yeah, that that's that's how I see. Um, that's how I'm answering that question. Yeah, so so I, I think I, I agree with you there for unit size. It is just about personal preference with like risk management. Like I don't I don't have a system like the like the Kelly criterion where you can like put in the percentages if you have your own lines or whatever, and it shows you how many units you should you should bet. It's just a gut thing. I, I usually bet underdogs either half a unit or one unit, depending on the price, and then favorites I bet to win one unit or to win half a unit depending on the price. It's just just a gut thing, gut confidence, how how off I think the line is. I don't have some sort of system or or, or I don't make my own lines like Joel does, but yeah, it, it's it's personal preference and risk tolerance. And yeah, that's a good call with uh looking how many like overtime wins versus versus regulation wins a team has. I mean, if you just search like I mean Stat News has been great for me. I use that to quickly look up overtime records if teams are going into overtime and one team has a specific edge or not. So yeah, there, there's things you can do there. Um, it's just, and also I think for regulation, puck line, whatever, it is mostly personal preference for for that as well. Like, what tolerance, risk tolerance do you have? Have you got screwed by, by the puck line too many times? You're not going to take it. I think that's all things that like, if you really track your bets and dig down into them, you're you're able to find out where you have an edge or whatnot. But uh, I imagine most of us listening and us as hosts are doing this as a hobby. Like we're not professional better, so we're not going to do all that, but that's, that would be the ideal thing to try to get to if, if you were trying to, trying to do that, I guess. Um, nope. One more thing here. I saw Karel Kaprizov is out three to four weeks now after being folded in half by uh, Logan Stanley there. How does that impact your uh, handicapping of the central division? Uh, that's huge because now the Wild won't be scoring two goals a game. They'll be scoring <laughs> one goal a game or maybe even no goals a game because, uh, as we all know, he was carrying that uh, that team in terms of their offense. That first line is, is pretty good, but he's the only one putting the puck in the net. So that's a tough blow for the Wild. I uh, won't be shedding any tears, but uh, they're still in a great position in terms of uh, winning the division just because of the uh, – yeah, the ads are down to nothing here. The Kings stars won today, but uh, the Wild have the momentum and uh, they're playing better, I think, right now than the uh, 
the other two teams because they're they're just uh, so good defensively. They're getting great goaltending. Flurry was outstanding there. The the Jets were the much better team on the wild back to back, but uh, Flurry stole that game. Whereas Hellebuck was just fucking putrid. Um, yeah, Kaprizov is a massive blow to them because uh, they don't have any other really strong offensive pieces. So yeah, it's going to be a tough go. But I, I still. I still think there's. I'm not looking at the price here. Do you have a price for them to win the division now? Um, uh, the odds comparison study is. So I don't know if all of these are live, but uh, between plus 400 and one site has plus 550. Oh, so even better now, much better, I guess, because of the injury. But yeah, plus 550 is uh, yeah. We'll see if that's live because some of these other ones aren't. <laughs> well, it's probably plus not because plus 400 the, is fine too. Because the Avs and Stars are like in action right now. Um. Division winners, no, not there, but yeah, it's okay. Plus, plus 400 or better is uh, is great for the wild after that uh, that win in Winnipeg. Um, yeah, they were what two two points back of the stars, and then uh, the stars won today, so four points. We have one game in hand, I guess. Um, I don't know, two points back with the same games played. That might not have tonight's game in it though for the stars, so yeah, it's got it's got to be close there. Um, yeah. I think Four the stars back one game in hand, yeah. The stars I'm seeing uh, plus one thirty, which I, I definitely don't hate there. I, I don't I don't think the wild this is going to be a good stretch for them, but this is going to be a good good chance to see if the books um, downgrade the wild for the Western Conference futures or the Stanley Cup futures. Because I mean I don't think they're going to win the cup. They could I guess with Gustafson and Flurry and and play defensive hockey, but you know once they're in the playoffs that line is going to be shorter, especially if they win around. So if that their odds to win the cup or to win the division go up, uh, go up after them. If they're going to lose a streak without Kaprizov, then I think that's a good time to strike on that. For sure. Yeah. I think uh, while they're are valuable in terms of their long-term features too, especially like the, the Western conference, I saw that they were around 11 to one. I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Cause Kaprizov should be back in time for the playoffs. And then, um, then the giddy up the West is pretty weak. Uh, Probably the best team right now, in my opinion, is the Oilers. But uh, if, if that first line matches up with McDavid and shuts him down, then uh, it'll be really tough for the Oilers to break through. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, the Wild just play a, a proper playoff style of hockey. So I, I think that uh, there's a good value there for the Wild on the Western Conference in particular. Yeah, and I, I'm seeing a 20 to 1 for them to win the Cup. So that's not that's not bad at all. All right, that was a uh, very productive episode, I think, for a, a two-game slate here. You got anything else you want to uh, discuss here before we wrap it up? No, I think uh, I cleared everything off my uh, everything that came to mind. All right, well, we will Hoping be back. Fucking devils win this shootout. It's been ages since I won a shootout. Feels lightning, like. lightning forced overtime too. Yeah, I need the Devils to win. Uh, I need the Knights to win. Looks like they have an overtime power play, and then I need Boston in regulation, but that's probably going to overtime. And I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna live bet the abs after I get I'll get off this probably plus one and a half they're down uh two nothing out shooting the Kings ten six after one period. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope uh, they win. Yeah, we will uh, be back tomorrow. I, I think Talon said he could not join us yet due to his, uh, his work schedule. He's got a it's a grind in there. But we'll be back. So if anything does come up, we'll discuss it then. If you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at hockeysgpn or in the Discord sg.pn/discord. And make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed and leave us a five-star rating and review if you have not already. Uh, SG.pn slash hockey for Apple. 
and sg.pn slash hockey us for spotify uh, i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert sop i'm joel meyer and you'll find me working on my singing voice just so uh thor lebowski can uh, get a better rendition of uh, my my nice uh, german song there Ein Ziel, ein Sieg für die Geschichte, mir sagt mir, stand der Student in hellem Lichter, mir sagt mir, FC Bayern unsere Liebe, mir sagt mir, wir sind deutscher Meister, mir sagt mir.